sincerely mean. Tange, of course. This podcast is for building a healthier you right now. From family trauma, the mom life, relationships, relation sinks, building confidence, and so much more. Still unsure whether this is for you? Stick around and see for yourself. So I feel like I had this one coming. I had this one coming. It was coming for the guys. Because, you know, when I talk about narcissists and when I hear about narcissists, I always hear about the guys, the guys, the guys, the guys, the guys. And I just want to come on here and just let y'all know, like, y'all, this shit, because y'all know this, I'm not biased on this podcast. This shit goes both ways, y'all both ways so we're gonna talk about the female narcissist so if you're a guy or even if you're not a guy if you're a very sweet girl like listen 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 to this because maybe I might be able to help someone realize that they got this type of person in their circle so that you can get rid of them instead of being friends with them for seven fucking years like I did So, of course, yes, a female narcissist and a male narcissist are similar in ways. But because women are more sociable, their tendencies tend to show in a different way, obviously. Men tend to be more assertive, more explosive, but the woman will withhold attention, affection, you know what this had me thinking about so like imagine if you date a guy that has if this type of woman dates a man that has a a mother wound already in place like imagine how bad someone who's going to purposely withhold attention and affection that has this mother wound imagine how bad that is going to mess that guy up And as you're thinking about that, think about the attachment style that this person is probably going to have too on top of this. Probably going to be a bit avoidant. Maybe develop even being anxious. That's just crazy. These type of women get their supply, which I'll explain in a whole nother episode, from their partner or, and here's the part that people don't realize, or their freaking children, y'all. Their kids. Because their children are an extension of themselves. Now, before we even get into what the signs to watch for, do any of y'all know anybody that does that with their kids? Because I can tell you right now, I oh, I say this in every episode, but when I tell you I'm literally friends with just about every type of person, every type of personality, I'm not making this up. I'm not making this up. 
everything I talk about is from personal experience or people that I've met, people I've come across. And I know people who do exactly this with their kids, treat their children as an extension of themselves, but not in the way that is healthy. So now let's get back to signs to watch for. So you have the mater the martyr sorry martyr or the virtuous victim now this is someone this is a woman who feels like anything they feel or go through is absolutely worse than anyone else like oh you got hit by a car when you were younger oh they got hit by a car and they flew 50 feet across the across the way Oh, you hit your toe? Oh, their toenail came up and they had to go to the hospital. They also feel as though their efforts are way bigger. Like these women just can't come second to anything. Like anything you do, they can do better. Anything you've been through, they've been through worse. That's how they feel. They are superficial. I'm pretty sure y'all saw this coming. They are very overly concerned with their physical, their social image, which obviously ties into being deeply insecure, but, you know, they ain't going to tell you that. I had an ex-best friend that was, honestly, and you guys have heard about her in other episodes, that was the most insecure person I've ever met in my entire life. Of course, at the time, I was 15 and I didn't freaking know that. But it was crazy because around people, she masked it so freaking well. So well. So well. Now, this is going to split off into another part where people who put an extra emphasis on their child's image to elevate their own now I'm not talking about parents you know that just want their kids you know to look nice no 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 that's not what I'm talking about I'm talking about those parents that are overly particular about every single thing their kid puts on like I'm saying if this kid decided that they wanted some light up Toy Story shoes that mom is like no you're going to get these high top Nikes and that's it this kid wants to wear a um wants to wear like I don't know like something you know fun and playful to the park nope and this mom has to go out their way to put on like Bermuda shorts on the sun and a a polo shirt and stuff like that like and then when the kid is at the park tell them to not mess the clothes up or if they get something on the clothes this mom is having a whole attitude do you know how many times I've been to the park and I've seen this exact situation of parents screaming and hollering at their kids because they got their white, white, you guys were talking about white shoes and children. Got their white shoes 
Nikes, I guess, or whatever, messed up at the park. They are at a freaking park. What exactly did you think was going to happen? And when I tell people that, like, my son has play shoes and, like, going out shoes, people think, like, it's funny, but that's how I grew up. Like, I had my shoes that I would wear for when my mom would take me and my sisters out, and then I would have my shoes that I would specifically would just be for the park. I think my mom did a brilliant thing by teaching me that, honestly. But, hey, that's that's just me. That's, it's not for everyone. These women are competitive and jealous. Oh, the classic traits of a narcissist, of course. But, you know, they take it one level further. This person, she has to be the most desirable person in the room. And any conversation that is being had will always have to be circled back to her. Always. Like, it's it's different when you're sharing stories to try and relate to someone else. But this isn't what this girl is doing. She don't care about that stuff. And if you think that you're about to go into detail, yeah, no, she's cutting you off. She don't want to hear that shit. But you're going to hear her story, though. She will make sure that you hear what she has to say. Some of them will, not some of them, most of them will even use shame tactics in groups if someone seems quote-unquote threatening. Like, if they feel like you're taking all the attention away from them, oh, best believe them little secrets that you told them, that little insecurity that you have about your big toe, yeah, they're they're bringing all that up. They're bringing all that up in that moment because... In their head, they're thinking, how dare you try and take the spotlight from me? I had a friend besides the friend I shouldn't have. I've had friends over years that would, they used to bully me for like me having a small frame or quote unquote not having a butt when I was younger, especially if there were a lot of guys around. Or they will make the joke like, oh, she's too independent and stuff like that. You know, just to get the attention back to them. But I, oh, excuse me, I had the burp. I wasn't worried about attention in the way they thought I was in the first place. So, like, I, I would fade to the background anyway. So I just let the attention go to them. But if any guy noticed me, that's when the people I hung around would bring little shit up like that and it was just so dumb to me because it's just like I don't want to talk to anybody anyways like I'm only here because you brought me here and that's something they will do too they keep people around them to make them look good people that they feel that are below them and then you have the overbearing parent or overbearing mother-in-law and oof this could really go either way with this one like a male or female with the parent thing these people or this person can will go to their kids' home they'll always constantly try and combat 
the parent on how they are parenting their child. Because the way they view everything that they do as superior or as if they're the expert on the subject. Like, if you're somebody that likes to pop your kids in your mother-in-law or parent or whatever comes around they're just like oh you don't need to do that like when I was when I raised you like they're they're those parents like nothing you do makes any sense to them like they want to do it for you and now this is going to seem weird but this is freaking real this is real they'll even be jealous of the daughter-in-law So if you're dating a mama's boy, you or have dated one, this might sound familiar to you. Those moms that compete with their son's partners, yeah. I'm not saying she's a narcissist, but if she is, a lot of this stuff I just named is going to sound real familiar. So for men, of course, they don't speak up as quickly as women do because of the shame. You know, that toxic male mentality of handle it like a real man. That's constantly being passed down for some odd reason. But the messed up part about that is that men that tend to get with women like this, they're more prone to experiencing this type of abuse behind closed doors. And the women that are doing this type of type of abuse, they're so good at playing victims, so good. They're experts can cry on cue and everything and if they're in social situations oh gosh I feel bad for you son (laughs) haha like Jeezy I know I'm corny let me go let it go so I'm just letting the guys know like be aware Especially if you're a good man. If you're somebody that has leaned more towards a very inviting and a giving spirit, you really need to watch out for these women because they are literally going to steal the very essence of what makes you a sweet person but that's all I have to say hope this episode was helpful but I'll talk to you guys again in another episode of Sincerely Tange see ya Mm -hmm.